Hey, this is John Lagodakis, and I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast. This podcast is a live recording of a call that I do each week with other internet marketers where we talk about how we can market our products and services better, how we can get more traffic and make more sales. Now, if you want to join this private coaching group, go ahead and visit my blog. It's johnlagodakis.com. That's J-O-H-N-L-A-G-O-U-D-A-K. Is.com. And also on the blog, I've got a transcript of everything that we talk about, including links to sites that I mentioned. I hope you get a lot out of today's recording. Uh, yeah, so welcome everyone to uh, this week's conference call. It's good to have everyone here. The time is open for everyone to talk about any part of your business. Well, yes, John. Hey, TK. Yes, uh, last week I mentioned about, uh, you know, putting in a support ticket, but uh, I'm quite not quite ready for it yet. As soon as I'm ready, uh, I'll do it, all right? So I'll just sort of uh, let you know. Okay. And what was the topic of the support ticket going to be again? Oh, it is, uh, you know, doing actually um, quite a substantial effort to to promote properties on, on the on the internet. Yeah. yeah. So using, yeah, I, I remember. Uh, uh, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. Using external resources. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you mean by that exactly? Sorry. Oh, like uh, getting people in Philippines to to do things. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Okay, doing some outsourcing. So, uh, uh yeah, out, outsourcing. Yeah, that's right. Um, so I, I'm not quite ready yet. As soon as I'm ready, I'll, I'll do it. All right. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So. Um, while you're on that topic, I know we talked uh, at length about your squeeze page and we also talked about um, how you would approach leads that you actually got. We also talked about maybe the thank you page or after they opted in, where, where they would go. Uh, any any progress on those things? Any Anything you're stuck with? Like where, where, where do you think... For you right now, TK, where do you what do you see as your bottleneck, if there is anything? I mean, I don't know. You, uh, you might, what what you I think think super. Yeah, yeah, actually, I uh, to be honest, I haven't done too much myself, right? Uh, but then I thought what I did myself is just probably not just uh, not not professional enough, so. That's mm-hmm. why, but uh, uh, you know, I need some financial means to to do it, right? So, um, I mean, professionally, really professionally, and uh, so uh, hopefully, you know, it can be done soon. So, yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's the story. Yeah. Okay, so when you say um, that you want it to be really professional and you need need a bit of money for it. Are you talking about your squeeze page? Oh, not 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 uh, not just that. I mean the uh, you know it's um, the whole setup of it, and then to, uh, um, you know what to do. I mean, even if you hire someone to do say part time work for the moment, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, they. Uh, the dilemma is uh, actually uh, to start someone off, right? And then with sufficient work uh, for a start, 
and then uh, hopefully later mm. on, um, you know, you can hire hire him for long term. All right, but uh, yeah, yeah, I want to make it clear uh, to whoever, you know, the the guy that uh, I you know I'm going to work with. Uh, Mm-hmm. That it will be part time uh, at the start, and then later on, later on, uh, uh, you know, if you do get good results, uh, we go on full time, like what you have suggested, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So let me just. Oh, sorry. I, just so I understand the the bottleneck for you. So your niche is investment properties. Your issue is you need a more professional website. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that that's right. You don't have to give me specifics, but <clears throat> what is bringing? Uh, what what is it you want to achieve? Like as far as business wise, it, so are you, you? You currently working at the moment in a job and and part sort of and outside of that job, you're working on your investment property business. Is that what you're doing, or are you spending? Are you is that your full-time thing right now, getting uh, selling investment properties? Yeah, actually, I, I, I'm uh, spending more and more time, uh, or will be, uh, on this uh, promoting investment properties. Yep, okay. Now, so the main business right now, right now for you right now, is your investment selling investment properties. Is that your main business right now? Yes, for the moment, okay. yes. But you know, okay. actually, actually, I do have I do have uh, interest in a few businesses. Uh, but obviously, you know, I can't do too many things that you know. Oh, definitely not. No, you def- you don't want to do that. You never ever want to be spending um until you have a business <clears throat> that's earning, you know, a decent amount of money for you, and. And it can run without your daily attention. You don't want to be going to work on a different business. That's just, you know, it, it never works out. So, so for you, TK, right now, the main uh, is that. So, your would you say selling investment properties is your main source of income right now? Yeah, at the moment, yes. Okay. Now, how are you getting? business at the moment is it through your online advertising that is that how you're getting your leads oh no actually to? to be honest with you right the you know the last time i did the the you know that uh that uh, web page myself uh it's i think it's just you know something that is uh not uh, professional enough uh that's why i, I was uh you know uh, I was uh, seriously considering when when uh, the time is right, I will get somebody to do it. And and uh, mm-hmm. but also I think I believe um, I'm starting to get um, you know more contacts and um, uh, starting to make some sales, right? Uh, which will provide me with some hopefully some you know uh, decent income and. Uh, so then I would be able to afford somebody to do some work, you know. Okay. Now I know I remember we looked at your your squeeze page, and you're right. It definitely it wasn't at a point where it would convert well, and I, I made some recommendations. I don't know if you actually went through and designed it the way that we talked about. 
Yeah, I, I did make some modification, but then I was uh, I was doing some other things again. So, uh, uh, yeah. like, you know, actually going to, you know, I was um, with a friend who owns a, real, um, uh, a licensed uh, real estate uh, uh, business. Uh, so, uh, now I was promoting off-the-plan uh, properties. Uh, yeah. So, okay. you know, I I've actually go to do I've gone to do some field work right so uh, uh, mm -hmm. just uh, you know um, so now yeah look for your online lead generation yeah. so it sounds like it sounds like you're getting some leads through your own networking but if if you if you wanted to generate leads online the thing to understand is that it doesn't matter what your niche is. It doesn't matter whether you're you're in a niche that is for people that are interested in ant farms as a hobby, or whether you're in, you know, the extreme that you're in, which is investment properties, which is extremely high ticket, which you don't really get any. There's there's not many niches bigger than that, or there's nothing that really comes to my mind, except maybe selling, um, maybe selling airplanes. Might be a bit bigger niche maybe I don't know but <clears throat> you know with investment properties it, it whether you're in the investment selling investment property niche or the ant farm niche your lead capture page your squeeze page you don't need to be spending a lot of money on it okay so that you know what what we need to do and this is not just for you, TK. This is for everyone that's listening to this. There's this myth that you know I got to make it some beautiful squeeze, you know, some beautiful page. I have to pay money, create some beautiful page, and that's going to get the people I need to opt in. That's not what's going to do it. Um, if I was in the investment property niche, I would create the squeeze page exactly like we talked about weeks ago, well, months ago now. Um, it's Tying into their emotions, right? Their emotion, their whys. Why are they in it, right? And it will be a very basic page, which with a with a um, a headline that will capture their the interest based on their whys. A few bullet points, the opt-in form, uh, call to action to opt-in, uh, maybe an image there somewhere, and I think an image is great of that captures that, that emotional why as well. Mm -hmm. Like there wouldn't be an investment property, for example. That's the last thing I would put on there because that's not what they want. You know, um, so, and, and that would be it. Uh, and it would be a very simple squeeze page mm -hmm. um, because I don't want you to fall, you, TK, or anyone, again, listening to this call, fall into the trap of thinking, uh, you know, you need something fancy that you know spend a lot of money on get something fancy because that's not what's going to get people to opt in and so you could very quickly and easily um set up your own lead capture and start start driving traffic you know whether you're you start you're using facebook that would be a great facebook ads would be good for you uh ppv you're using ppv traffic you can start paying for and getting leads right now you could be getting leads today, mm. literally today. Forget about even like, and once they opt in, all, all like let's say I wanted to 
to to knock up something really fast when they opt in all they, all they would see is hey th uh, thanks for um, sharing information with me I'm gonna I'm gonna call you within the next business day or if you'd like to jump the queue give me a call right now on and then put your mobile number and that's all I would have on the thank you page and that's it I'd have a very basic squeeze page have that as a thank you page and then when they call me I would talk to them get to, you know get to know exactly what they wanted you know build that relationship by by finding out more about them and their needs and then taking it from there if it's something I feel I can help them with you know you know take the you know you know what to do because you've sold you know investment properties before so but well I guess what I'm trying to say is for you and especially because you've got such a high ticket item you know for you to you could e very easily create your lead your lead capture online start driving traffic to it mm -hmm. again through PPV through Facebook um, now that's if you needed leads now if you're getting enough leads from your networking I'm assuming you're not because otherwise you wouldn't be here we wouldn't be here talking about this right mm -hmm. but but don't think that you know you have to wait spend a lot of money on on a website to capture leads oh actually actually what I'm trying to do now is actually um, is non-internet marketing uh, a way of doing it uh, so uh, but you know obviously this is uh, going to happen uh, uh, well um, in a bigger way in the uh, with internet marketing right uh, later on but um, but um, yeah, I, I want I like to make one correction, right? Um, I'm I'm not sure if I'm correct. Uh, just correct me if you think what I'm thinking is wrong, all right? That uh, say to hire a person for on full time, right? Either you have a you know like a fairly big uh, internet marketing business, or you can uh, utilize uh, his skill and you know ob obviously your outlay of uh, of money, right? Uh, to do more than one thing, right? Like I was thinking of uh, if I would hire someone, uh, I would I'd do that for, you know, uh, not just, uh, say, uh, investment properties and for a couple of other things in internet marketing at least, right? So that, uh, you know, he's, he can get uh, you no know, ongoing assignment and, uh, you know, so that it would be beneficial for, for both parties. If it's just for one, one uh, say uh, exercise of uh, of um, you know promoting investment uh, properties, then I, I, I'm I'm concerned that uh, after a little while, right, there is there's no more no more further work. Mm -hmm. Is that, is that uh, myself? My my opinion on that is that uh, I'd only focus on the one project. Because as soon as you start working on two or more projects, especially if none of them is actually off the ground producing income and so forth, you spread yourself too thin. So there will always be, trust me, um, if you go deep into a niche, like investment properties, for example, mm -hmm. if you go deep in, in really building it up, there's plenty, there'll be plenty of things that you're, you, can out, you can have your staff member do. Mm -hmm. So, for example, for your first task, 
might be to ask them to set up your simple landing page and, and thank you page. Um, and then your the next thing you would ask them to do is set up your campaigns to help you set up your your paid traffic campaigns. Um, and then after that, you might uh, look into setting up. Uh, and you say once you've got that going, you're actually generating some leads. Uh, you might decide you want to be doing, um, for example, to have a blog where you can be getting some free search engine traffic through your blog about invest investment properties and about investing wisely and so forth. So you might get them to, to set up a blog for you and then to promote that blog um, or to promote the articles that you're posting there, get them to set up a, a Twitter feed for you and a Facebook page so whenever you po post stuff to your blog, it goes on, you know, you, you, it's always automatically going to your Twitter feed, it's going to your Facebook page. Uh, set up an Instagram account for you, a Pinterest account for you, uh, and make sure it's all integrated. So whenever you post one piece of content to your blog, it's going or an image, it's going to all your different connected social media accounts. Uh, and then you, uh, you you might get them to create um, PowerPoint presentations from your articles, turning them into PowerPoint presentation videos that they're then posting on YouTube. Um, you might get them to uh, take take videos that you've created and edit them, like you in front of the camera, for example, or doing a screen capture video. Get them create uh, take those videos that you've created, edit them, put them up on YouTube. Once they're up on YouTube, make create blog posts where you embed those videos. Um, get them to transcribe those videos so you've got more you've got more written content that you can also put in that blog post that you've where you've embedded that video get them to take the, the stuff the articles that you've created the content you created create ebooks that you can publish to Kindle that you can either give away free or sell very cheap and use that as mm -hmm. traffic generation lead magnet so I, I mean I could go on and on and on and on and on about the stuff that you can get your virtual assistant to do for you. Mm -hmm. So what I would recommend is not go spread thin and think, okay, I've got a, I've got a full-time person. I'm going to get them to work on this niche and that niche and, you know, not even two niches. I wouldn't even recommend you do that. I'd say find one niche. So if it's selling investment properties, they're going to, you're going to um, basically do everything you can uh, within your niche and build up your business. Now, once you, you're happy with the business and it's running smoothly, like you've got everything, every, all those things that we've just talked about are all working finely tuned and you're happy with the lead flow that's coming in and you're converting them into sales and you're making money and everything's good. Um, you know, if you really want to, go into another niche. But trust me, once, once you're in a niche and you're doing really well and you're dominating that market, um, why would you even want to go into a, a second niche and start all that work again? Oh, Why would you want to do oh sorry. Uh, um, the reason is, uh, you know, there are other areas uh, where I'm interested in. Uh, also, right, uh, obviously I've, I do have, uh, you know, some good passion for investment properties. Uh, not just, you know, not just as um, an income source, right, but also, you know, I mean, the uh, real liking, you know, for, for them. 
but there are other areas that I'm uh, I'm in, uh, interested as well. So, but I do agree with you that uh, I need to do at least not get one good thing going um, going first, yeah. right? And then you know, get it really established, right? And then I can worry about other things. Yeah, uh, yeah. That that would be that would be uh, the the right way to go. Uh, um, Definitely. I mean, yeah. because now the niche that you're in, uh, and so, again, such a high tech niche. If you're not profiting, I'll, I'll just throw a figure out there: a million dollars a year from that business. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I wouldn't. I, I would continue to focus on that until you're earning a million dollars a year profit on that business once you are and, and if you want to go ahead and and follow other passions you have too and do the same thing i mean it'll be a lot easier mm-hmm. um once you've uh, got a one successful business up and running and, you, and you've gone and you and you've done all those things we just talked about it's much easier going and doing it a second time because you've already done it the first time you know, you've made all the mistakes and you've, you know, done all the hard learning. And so it is a lot easier and you can, you know, you build up that second business a lot quicker and you most probably will have more fun with it because your your initial business is already earning a million dollars a year in income. So it's you don't have the stress of creating a business because you need a business because you need to survive. It's more for the fun of it, isn't it? So, yeah, go ahead. But until you've got one business up and running that's earning you uh, at least a full-time income, right? You don't want to be taking, you know, taking your effort away from that and doing something else. Yeah, I think you've got a good point there. Yes. Because, uh, look, it's a common thing. Um, a lot of people want to, do you know when they first start online they want to do a lot you know and i i made the same mistake totally for for a long time i made that mistake so uh, um now for me time is so precious to me so i i'm i'm extremely happy just sticking to one niche going deep and and getting as much as i can out of it uh, and then, yeah, look, maybe later on I'll go into another niche and another niche, but um, at the moment I'm very happy just to keep to working on the one and improving it. All right, so is there um, anything else anyone uh, would like to talk about? Uh, we have also we have Kel, Nicole, Ulrika, and Jane, I have, and I have Clive, a question. Just, yes, Ulrika, please. I have a question regarding what you talk about. You talk about kind of uh, what kind of job description should be for an outsource person which we hire. And some of them are related with the uh, advertising. Uh, do they handle advertising or marketing uh, which has to be paid or that it's only on your hand? Okay. Good question. Um, I'm a very, I find it very hard to let go of stuff. You know, um, so typically what I will do is, let's say, if I'm new to something, let's say I'm just testing out PPV or Facebook advertising and I'm not really sure what I'm doing yet, uh, I will sort of do it myself until I'm comfortable and have a, 
like a system that I follow and then I outsource it to my guy, the person that I have that I trust. And I typically do it in increments. Like let's say with now that I'm sort of happy with my PPV campaigns, what I recently asked um, my staff member to do was to go in once a month and adjust my bids, you know, to see which... But you uh, are key... seeing all the payments now. The payments? Yeah. Yeah, the billing, I take care of the billing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't give my um, credit card details mm-hmm. to the guy. So, I mean, if they've been with you a long time and you trust them that much and you want to, that might be okay. But me, I, I don't. I think it's best for both parties actually. But so what I do is, yeah, I, I monitor the balance in my in my PPV network and if uh, in my PPV account, and if I need to top it up, I'll top it up myself. So anyway, so recently, um, I, out, I, I, I created a video training uh, my staff member how to uh, how I adjust the bids. So at the beginning of the month, I'll go in see which see which of my keywords are not in the first you know are not positioned very well. Like they might come be coming up eight, seven, six, fifth, fourth, third, something like that, and I'll show him how I bid. How, how I increment my bids. Do you have that and to your public? No, no, no. It's just just for my, mm-hmm. just for the uh, person I outsource it to. But um, I'm happy to do training on that, by the way. I'm, I'm very happy to do training. So, uh, but, but I guess what I'm trying to say is that, so I, I showed him how to do that, and that takes a lot of weight off me, right? Because that that's a very can be can be very time consuming, depending on your PPV network. Like with lead impact. Updating bids is very easy, and he does that for me too, right? I show him how I how that works in Lead Impact for Traffic Vance. It's very different the way you to update bids. It's uh, for, or the way I do it can be quite time consuming. So, so I also show him how to do that. Now, um, if if I find I'm setting up a lot of new campaigns all the time, I would train um, him how to do that and get him doing those as well. I'm happy to, to show him how I set up uh, set up a new campaign, how I select keywords and how I bid for those. But at the moment, I don't actually um, create a lot of new ones. Like I've created initial campaigns initially. It took a lot of time to create them initially. But yeah, if I, if I, basically what I try to outsource, I outsource the stuff that I need to do on a regular basis. Right stuff that I don't really um, that that I I don't want to be doing myself because I want to free up time to do important stuff like planning and strategizing. So if there's something that I do on a regular basis, whether it's yeah my PPV campaigns or f- to do with Facebook ads, any kind of paid advertising stuff that I have to do regularly with it, yeah I'm happy to outsource it to um, to my virtual assistant. Does that answer your question? Yes, thank you. Thank you. Okay, welcome. And I have another question that is another subject. Uh, on your report regarding tool to run your business, we have a book publishing. And there you have uh, like a Kindle for Amazon or using Create Space. You say that is for physical books. 
Mm-hmm. What is the difference? What is the topic which you usually you use for a ebook, for a Kindle, and for a book? Okay, yeah, good question. So um, I'll just make a note of it here. So creating uh, ebooks or creating books, I should say, books and reports. So um, yeah, yeah, I. I've cre- I've created a few books. I created one book called um, No Money Down Internet Business, and that book is about how anyone can start their own internet business without having to invest any money. And in that book, I take people through how they can sign up with, like ClickBank, for example, which is free. How they can get their unique link. And then how they can use free methods to promote online, for example, Facebook pages and YouTube. And so I'll show people how they can literally have an internet business that doesn't cost them anything. All right. Um, there's no cost involved. So that was one book I created because that's something that a question I get but asked a lot. But it's still a digital book, no? Uh, I created two versions of that. So I created for the digital version, uh, digital books, I used uh, Kindle, Amazon Kindle. And for the physical book, I uh, used CreateSpace. Now, CreateSpace and Kindle are both owned by Amazon. Okay, so the the difference is with um, so when I when I finished writing the creating this book to put it up on Kindle, all I need to do is create a graphical e cover for it, graphical cover, book cover, and have the digital copy of the book which I I typed it up anyway so that was easy so the digital copy of the book I had the digital cover I submitted them to Kindle and that's it my book's published right now it's, it's, a, can, it's a of pages uh, it can be as little as many pages as you want with 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 uh, the digital books with digital books um, no no page limit it can be one page long, right? Mm-hmm. Now, how much, how you price it is obviously going to get going to depend on how large your book is, how valuable your book is to your market. I mean, there's some digital books in the past that have sold for over a hundred dollars. Uh, these days, it's a very different market. You know, uh, digital books will sell up to maybe fifteen dollars, something like that. <coughs> Um, again, it will depend on the length of your book and the content. Uh, a lot of books will sell around the three to seven dollar price range, um, and you can give your book away for free or ninety nine cents, something like that. Now, when I create, now for me to take that book that I created, no money down internet business, and to create it to sell it as a physical book that people could go on Amazon and actually order and it gets delivered to them, there's there's more involved. So I still needed the uh, digital copy of the, of the text. I still needed to create a graphical cover, but I needed to create a back cover for it as well. So with the, um, the digital books, the e-cover uh, is... Uh, is front only. You only need to create a front cover. Uh, with your physical books, 
your a your book cover is uh, front and back and spine so what what happens is you got to create space and you you submit your you tell them how many pages your document actually you submit your written content and it goes through and it's very pedantic it, it you need to have the the title page in the right place you need to have your first page beginning at the proper like on the right hand side you need to have the book numbering exactly right um, if if you have images within your book they have to be the correct resolution otherwise they won't print out nicely so they're very particular about that too um, so but once they're happy like once you've they're happy with the actual uh, content of the book and the way you're presenting it you then look at okay how many paid based on the size that I'm submitting it into uh, create space they'll tell you how thick your spine is going to be and you need to create a cover that has the back the front and the spine and you need to leave the correct um, and on the back cover you need to leave a space for the barcode a white space for the barcode um, your resolution of your cover for your physical book it needs to be very high quality you need to print it out as a PDF and all this kind of stuff so it's not impossible I mean I was I did it all myself uh, you can outsource it you can go to places like fiverr.com uh, to create your Kindle book covers and you can you can get them done for like five dollars for the Kindle because it's very easy for create space book covers if you want to outsource that even on five it'll cost you more money because there is a lot more involved so you can outsource it maybe maybe you might cost you thirty forty dollars um, but once you do pass all the requirements and your and your book is available on create space that is uh, something very special, you know, because what I did, immediately what I did when I, my book passed and was available on Create uh, on Amazon as a physical book, I, I ordered myself some a couple of copies and I keep those, and um, you know, to to be able to tell your audience that you're a published author, that gives you a lot of credibility. So it's something, yeah, I, I highly encourage anyone to do. Now, the as far as the amount of pages your book needs to have for Create Space, I'm not sure if there's a limit. I'm not sure if they say, oh, look, it has to be at least 10 pages long or 20 pages. I'm, I'm really not sure. But for ebook is not a requirement. Uh, for the digital one, for Kindle, yeah, no, there's no. As far as I know, it can be as, as little as a page long. And you mentioned like the topic can be a report. What kind of report? Because I know can be a subject, can be to solve a problem, which it is. But what kind of report can you publish in a in a Kindle in an ebook? Uh, yeah. Look, there is no limit to uh, what you can write reports about. So let me for you, Erika. Let's say you wanted to promote the Kingdom Water Ionizer sort of business, um, you might write reports about why, why 10 things you didn't know about water. Okay? Mm-hmm. 
All right, and you could list. It could be seven things you didn't know, ten things, whatever you know, whatever number you want to come up with. But and you can tell people, you can educate people on water. Okay. Okay. So why not all? Why all water is not the same? Why why tap water is different to filtered water, for example, or why tap water is different to ionized? What is filtered water? What is ionized water? What is alkalized water? Yeah. Okay. I, I, <laughs> okay. I got an idea. Okay, so that could be one thing, or you could do a report um, the the ten worst states in the U.S. the ten worst water states in the U.S. Mm -hmm. and you can list you could you could go um, write a report okay listing the ten states in the U.S. where they have the worst drinking water and why. Okay, mm -hmm. and then and within that book, you can say, well, if you do live in one of these states, or or you are concerned about your water, here's a product that I use um, to help to help turn any water into uh, clean, healthy drinking water. And you know, what I mean? so you tie it in. You can always tie your product into that at mm -hmm. the end of your report or through your report. Um, there's there's lots of things you could do. Just on that one topic of water, you, you could, you know, that's just a couple of examples that just come off the top of my head. But you can really write reports on any topic you like. Okay, thank you very much. I appreciate yeah, that. And uh, remember, when you're creating content for uh, Create Space or Kindle, in your books, make sure at the beginning of your book, somewhere on your title page, Make sure you put the URL of your website that you want people to go to because you want your, definitely you want your buyers going there. There's no doubt about it because people that have already bought your stuff, they're more likely to buy from you again. But when people go to Amazon Kindle, you can look inside, right? You can look inside these digital books. So if they go to CreateSpace, they can... Uh, I'm not sure about creates, but uh, sorry, if they go to Amazon and looking at physical books, I'm not sure if they can look at the first few pages. I'm pretty sure they can. You can. Yes, you can. So, yep, great. So, if you have your URL uh, at the beginning, right, at the, even on your title page, when people look inside the first few pages and they see your website, you're going to get some traffic coming. People looking at the site, and it's very likely some people will come, especially with Kindle because. If you have it as a, a clickable link, people can actually click on that. When they go and look inside your book and Kindle, they can actually click on that link and go straight to your website. They don't even have to type it in their address bar. So with uh, that's why I love Kindle and, and CreateSpace because it's it's passive income. Once you've put your reports up there or your books up there, you actually earn passive income. And I get checks, right? You're earning passive income, but you're also getting more leads into your business you're getting more traffic to your website, uh, and and again, you, it's creating um, trust with your following because there's this like the when people see you as an author, you're gonna have um, you know it's gives you a lot of credibility. So it does a lot of things. Publishing content on on Amazon with Kindle and CreateSpace. Good. Thank you very much. Hey, you're welcome. Hi, John. How are you? Hey, good, Julie. Yourself? Great. Listen, while you've been yakking, 
and I've been <laughs> listening, which is a good thing. Uh, you've given me some brilliant ideas. Okay, great. Um, yeah, share, share some of those ideas with us. Oh, no, 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 no. I've got something really peculiar to tell you, John, and all the rest of you, you probably think I'm nuts. Uh, I was standing next to my tree of about, I've been growing this tree for about seven years and it never produced fruit. It went through the flower stage, it dropped the flowers and no fruit. So I had a friend of mine, she's into like an edible garden. If you can't eat it, chuck it out, right? Don't grow it. So she's standing next to my tree and I'm talking, talking to her about this tree that I've had it for seven years in the ground and I've put, you know, get, given it the TLC and I've talked to it and never produced this fruit and I couldn't, want, I couldn't understand why. So she said to, to me, and I don't know, she must have been visualising something. She said, well, if it doesn't produce fruit, just tear it out of the ground and grow something else. Well, you're not going to believe this, John, but the following week it started producing fruit. <laughs> it must have got such a fright that to right. say, I'm going to produce fruit, otherwise you're going to tear me out of the ground. <laughs> wow. Can you believe That's that? Funny. That's funny. And it had 14 fruits on it, developing mm. 14 fruits. It's actually a, uh, a cherry plum tree. And, uh, yeah, that's what, what happened. And then um, the following week after that, it dropped the fruit. So I rang her up and I said, well, what happened? It produced the fruit and now it's dropped it. She said, you probably didn't water it or give it enough water. And when it doesn't uh, receive sufficient water, it will drop its fruit. So oh, okay. this time I'm really looking after it. It's getting a bucket of water every week of, uh, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. so well, Julie, to save it um, I know oh, we're I getting off the I beaten don't think track. You're nuts. I don't think you're nuts. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. No, I, I, agree, I agree with everything you're saying. It's, it's very true. We all, we all have energy. You need to be getting this stuff on audio and video because you can, yes, you can, I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't transcribe this stuff to and write about it on your blog, but the passion that you have, you see, it, 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 it comes through more in the audio and the video. Okay. Mm. So I want to encourage you, Julie, get this stuff. On an audio? On audio, get it even better on a video because... From a I video, can you, can extra, you can extract the audio anyway and create uh -huh. audio from it. Anyway, get it on a video. <laughs> Start putting this stuff on YouTube, putting it on your blog, get your following. You know, you should be doing – you need to be sharing this stuff, Julie. Don't keep it – don't hog it to yourself and your friends only. <laughs> All my vegetarian friends. Yeah, yes. you, you can be influencing. You can be influencing a lot more people. You know, the, what Ziegler, Ziegler said is so true, you know. You can have everything in life that you want if you help enough other people, people to get, get what, what they want. What they want. Or what they so, and need. And that's the secret. That's yeah. the secret. So you have to get out want, there. All of us want plenty, right? We all want plenty, okay? We all want to have a life where we're, we're not worried about finances and we're free to have, to have more time as well to do the things that we want to do. Now, truly, if you truly want that lifestyle, to get, get that abundance, to get that abundance for yourself, you have to give, right? Yeah, so before you can get. People, that's right, and then you'll get, and oh. then you'll get. So you give the more of yourself that you give out, the more you you receive, and um, yeah. So when you, all, and I'm not just talking to Julian; I'm talking to everyone here talking to myself, <laughs> so I need to get more of myself out there. I need to be helping more people mm. 
if I want to be getting more myself. All right. So, and, and this is especially true, um, this message really needs to get across the internet marketers because a lot of people think, <coughs> hey, I'm going to hide in a dark corner in my house and get on the internet and make lots of money. All right. Somehow I'm going to do something on the internet and just going to make money because I can hide in my house and just get on the internet and make money. And look, I'm not saying that's impossible. But really, um, if you want to be successful and, and and you really, and it's not just about being successful financially. I mean, if you really want to grow in all the areas of your life and have a balanced life, you got to, you got to do this stuff. You know, you got to get outside of yourself. You got to forget about yourself and just go out there and give, you know, give of yourself, whatever niche you choose to do that in. Preferably something you're passionate about. So we all know what Julie's passionate about. We know what Aurika's passionate about. We hear it every week and we love to hear it. John, one more because, thing. Because of the passion you guys have, enthusiasm. Yes, Julie. This is a note for everybody. If you've got water standing around, um, preferably glass rather than plastic, what you do is you pick it up and you give it a real good shake before you drink it. And you know why? You're shaking up the molecules make up the water mm -hmm. it's sort of like a person having a cat nap and then you're trying to rouse them but very gently and it's not going to really rouse them you need to really give it a good shake before you drink it it just gets the energy flowing mm -hmm. through the water oh good tip so take notes or you're going to add that to your report now as another trip for you if you have, a, if you've forgotten to take your water with uh, with you wherever you go, and you buy yourself, and the only type of water you can get is in these plastic bottles, which I absolutely loathe, but you know you, you need to drink. Uh, don't leave your plastic bottle lying with the water in the car when the, when it's a hot day. You might as well throw the whole lot out because it's poison. When the sun heats up the plastic, the plastic leaches into the water. And that's what you're drinking. Mm -hmm. All right, that's okay. a great tip. But Don't we leave are getting in the car. off topic. Yeah, thank you, Julie. Appreciate everyone being on the call. Thank you, thank you very much uh, for your input. I hope uh, we've all learnt something today, and I uh, hope you have a great week. Yeah, thanks, right. Julie. Uh, thanks, John. Thank you, everyone. Thanks, thank John. you, TK. Thank you, Julie. Thank you, Rika. Co. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Have a good okay. week. Thanks. Yeah, okay. A transcript summary of today's podcast, including links to sites mentioned, is available on my blog at johnlagodakis.com. That's J-O-H-N-L-A-G-O-U-D-A-K-I-S.com. And if you'd like help setting up your own successful internet marketing business, I highly recommend you check out my free webinar at makemoneywithjohn.com. Thank you for joining us on this audio program. For more online success strategies, visit makemoneywithjohn.com.